Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, yeah, wow, yeah. right? Wow. 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 He's Chris Halleck. I'm Dan Kovacevic. We're here from DK Pittsburgh Sports, and we're here in Baltimore, where yet another three-point game, another. yet another <laughs> Kenny Pickett and Najee Harris carrying the team down the field at the end, even though everyone was unhappy with the offense all day long. And the defense gets a stop and a Minka interception. Mm-hmm. And, and and what else? Some, there was some other significance to this? Um, running the ball. And, no, and no, no, no. no, you don't get away with that. This dude was, he was the whole way down here oh, to Baltimore. Playoffs. He's checking playoffs. every score to see. in the playoff hunt. Uh, everything happened today. The Dolphins lost, the Jets lost, and the Steelers won. So that means they go into week 18. Still fighting for a playoff spot um, after a two and six start to the season. The final score of the game, looking at it over there to remind myself, was 16 to 13. One thing you never have to look to remind yourself or research is whether or not these teams are separated by three points. Um, there's there's nothing like it in professional sports. Before we even get to this game, yeah. this streak now, 18 times they've been to three points or less in the last decade and a yeah. half. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. I, it's like. There's just something about this rivalry in particular and why it separates it, why it's different than any other rivalry in the NFL. Because these two teams have a lot of the same, uh, they're just very... Their philosophies, they're, yes, cultures. They're, yeah. It's, uh, they, they, they tried their own fake renegade here <laughs> with this, with doing, I didn't even Enter, know they were doing, and, when did they start doing that? Like, with the Enter Sandman. And they played it like three times. And, I think that's their problem. And they, these people yeah. are like screaming, hey, it like come on man yeah, yeah it's it didn't just, work at all no it did but it's just it's so like, like you said the consistency that the, the the similarities that they have in philosophy everything it, it, it you know off the field on the field it always plays out this way and I think that's why this rivalry in particular is such a special rivalry and it's good for the Steelers when they need a win to keep whatever hopes alive whether you believe they can actually do anything or not they believe they can do it, and I think that's the most important thing for this yeah, team. Yeah, I, I think, you know, one of the things that I've been saying for really a couple months now, ever since they were 2-6, and six, yeah. was get better, okay? Um, progress, per- principally as an offense. Yeah. And I don't think anybody can dispute that they've done that. They're not particularly great in the red zone, to <laughs> say the least. No. <laughs> um, I still feel like they're they're – rowing upstream with the offensive play calling. Yeah. But when you get to this kind of crunch time, yeah. and you start over there at the 20-yard line mm-hmm. with 
four minutes left. Yeah. And they showed patience. They continued to run the ball. Yes. Okay. Continued. <laughs> and no, no, no. I meant like yeah. continued choosing to run yeah, the ball, right. even where the clock was and whatever else. They yeah. kept, they kept moving. They threw a couple of times. Gasp downfield. <laughs> And okay. look what happened. <laughs> and, and look what happened. Steven yeah. Sims makes a play. Pat Fryermuth makes a play. Uh, and they work their way down toward the goal line. They keep running. Before we get to the touchdown, I want to ask you your thoughts on Najee Harris and the game that he had. It's just I, I th- we were because talk- he was next. We were, talk- <laughs> we were talking about it before we even went into the locker room. It might be his best game he's played. I don't know about like maybe on the stat sheet or anything like that, but it was the constant – just, yes, it just always – he was never getting pushed backward. Whenever he would be stopped two yards past the line of scrimmage, he'd get four. When he'd get stopped four yards, he'd get six. It was always moving forward, and that set the tone, even though they weren't scoring. They continued to move the ball, and they did it with the running game. And it's not right to fair to, – it's not, it's not right <laughs> to mention Najee and the running game without identifying two other facets in that. Yeah. One was the offensive line. Yeah. I can tell you from talking to these guys – they feel like that was their best game, yeah. certainly when it comes to running the ball. Yeah. And the other, of course, being Jalen Warren, who looked like six waiting to happen yeah. throughout the night. Yeah. When we come back, the touchdown. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Baltimore. He's Chris Halleck. I'm Dan Kovacevic. Steelers 16, Ravens 13, only because of the play we're about to describe. And I got to tell you, as the one tasked with writing about this play, I had had to work in that room just to find out Mm -hmm. what was the intention. Right. It Uh, it ended up, obviously, a 10-yard pass from Kenny Pickett to Najee Harris. On third down. On third down. Yeah. uh, Third and eight. Yeah. But... It, it ended up involving so much more. It really did. I mean, one thing that Kenny's really had to do this year is when he has to scramble, because this obviously has to happen, it's keeping your eyes downfield. It's trying to find somebody open and not just doing what he was doing earlier in the year, which was, okay, it's good to throw it away, but it was happening just so often. He wasn't finding guys. And it's happened more and more, and obviously it happened on that touchdown pass where he goes down and he sees Najee go up the sideline, mm-hmm. and it hits him perfectly in stride. Now, you're going to take this and hold this on me here. That's the end zone where this happened, all right? I'm going to tell you, based on the accounts that I got from inside that locker room as to how this actually went, Kenny scrambles, as Chris just told you, to his left, He's pretty good and always has been, including at Pitt, at throwing across his body. So he has no issues with moving to his left. However, as Kenny told me, his initial target was Deontay Johnson, who was over all the way in the right corner. And you know who didn't know this? Deontay Johnson, as I just asked him. He had no idea, but they ganged up on him. Then he was supposed to look for George Pickens, who's over in the middle, like over by the goalposts. No dice. Couldn't see him. And he had to start moving. So he goes over to his left. And as he's doing that, now he sees Steven Sims in the back of the end zone. And Sims also didn't think it was coming for him because I checked with Sims as well. So what's left? Yeah, you saw Kenny do this to Najee. 
to have him go into the end zone? Well, guess what? He did, but he never saw Kenny do that. Najee told me, he said, that's just a play that we practice on the scramble. That's how it's supposed to go. So that's that's where we are right now, Chris. And that's how you win games because it can't always get scripted, can it? No, it can't. And that's I think that's one of the big things that we can take away from a game like this and games like last week is that Kenny is a rookie and he has a lot of room to grow. There were plenty of examples of that tonight. But getting to doing that in that moment is huge for a rookie quarterback, and th- there's nothing more you can ask the, him to the, do. The, the value of what Kenny Pickett did on this final drive is outsized. And I, I mentioned, and I used that exact term with Mike Tomlin and asked if he agreed with that, and he did. Mm-hmm. He said, when you know, when it gets to the, the big moments and the big – and then Tomlin looked at me kind of dismissively and says, but we knew that about him because he was growing up right next to us next door. Yeah. As really, I mean, we just talked. To, I mean, we just did the top twenty-five on DK Pittsburgh Sports. And top twenty-five stories yeah, of the year. Yeah, top twenty-five. Good thing stories. this one came the next year. <laughs> yeah.